The Art of Being Human presents podcasts on the work of Byron Katie. This episode is part of the People Doing the Work series, where you get a chance to listen in as others go through the process. This is session two with Ernest Holmes Svensson. For more podcasts on the work of Byron Katie, go to www.theartofbeinghuman.dk slash podcasts. And now, session two. Hello. My name is Ernest, and in this episode of the podcasts on the work of Byron Katie, I'm sharing another recording of a real-life facilitation of the work. As always, the purpose of these recordings is not to entertain, but to offer an opportunity for learning. And I've picked this particular piece because I find it to be an illustrative example of how what we see in others are really projections of our own internal. In this session, we follow a woman who thinks her father is too intense. But as she investigates this belief, she realizes that it is in fact her own intensity she's uncomfortable with. Her father is simply a mirror for her, and her judgments on him are her judgments on herself and on the way she behaved with her ex-boyfriend Manet. The structure of the facilitation is a bit more complex than usual. We start out, as always, with the first one-liner on her worksheet. In this case, my dad is too intense. But as we move into question three, how do you react, what happens when you believe that thought, she sees that her problem is really what he's mirroring in her. This leads to an investigation of her judgments on herself and takes us down the rabbit hole of what is the underlying motive driving this behavior. As she sees that her intense and clingy reactions are really just a complicated strategy to feel complete, she uncovers an underlying belief, I should have known better. She questions this belief and finds her innocence and we return to the original one-liner on her father. And as she moves through the remaining question four and the turnaround, she finds his innocence as well. I do not recommend enveloping the work on one belief into the work on another, as I do here. But sometimes you just have to go where the flow takes you. As I've said a couple of times, on the one hand, the work is of course a specific structure of questions and turnarounds. But on the other hand, it is also a completely open space of inquiry, where anything can be questioned and where it is not so much the structure as it is the approach and the attitude that count. As such, the dance between being and holding, between form and formlessness, between structure and content, is the same in the work as it is in all other areas of life where you cannot have a stick with only one end or an up without a down. The work is always both structure and flow, and there's nowhere the open mind cannot travel. Enjoy. So it's the, the worksheet is, I am frustrated with my dad. 
because he's too intense. <laughs> and like the situation is, it happens to me a lot with both of them, that if they, like if they need something, they will just call me like 20,000 20, times or as necessary until I pick up the phone. You know, or they will message me and or my mom will call me and then if I don't answer, then my father will call me and they will, they're just like. So one day I, I needed him to do something from the bank. I sent him an Excel. Everything was highlighted, like very simple instructions. And he called me to, to check it out. He calls me again when he's on the bank. So it's like. The fourth call that I see in my screen is just like, seriously, man, like, just give me a break. No? Mm -hmm. So is that your moment? You're looking at the fourth call on the screen? Yeah, like it's, yeah, I really get it when I see the name is just like, <sighs> again, mm -hmm. when it's been already a lot. <laughs> yeah. So in this situation, I want him to give me a break, to leave me alone. He shouldn't insist so much. He should be patient. In this situation, I need that to stop calling me, to wait for me to get back at him. Uh, dad is bored, disrespectful, self-centered. In this situation, I don't ever want to, I couldn't put down the word, like, I don't ever want to be, yeah, let's just put stalked, like he's stalking me. Like a stalker. Yeah. Okay. So... Go back to that moment as you see your father's name on the phone. It's the fourth time. He's in the bank with the spreadsheets and everything. In that moment, your dad is too intense. Is that true? No. And notice how you react and what happens when you believe the thought. My dad is too intense in that moment. I feel... Asphyxiada. Mm -hmm. Can't breathe. Yeah. Suffocating, yeah. I feel suffocated. I feel annoyed. I answer like, what? 
I'm, I'm not tolerant at all. I start being rude. I judge him. I start with my story, like, of course, like, he has nothing to do, you know, he doesn't have anything better than to be, like... So I start completely judging him. Putting him down. I use it against me because I see it like, like that, you are that intense, you know, you see how uncomfortable it is for someone to be intense, you're like that, you know, so I start out of, I, I, I start putting it on me also. I mirror myself in him and I punish me for that. I withdraw. Yeah, and I treat him as if he was a a pain, a disruption, as if he was dumb. I, I, my answers are very like short and well, it's written. Yeah, but it's there that highlighted. So I'm very like uncaring and impatient and like ridiculizing it. Mm. No? Mm. Yeah, I see the, 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 They believe again of like, oh, poor me, you know, what I have to deal with. Are there any images, past or future, that come? All the images of, like, I have all my proof of all the time he or my mom will call me and, you know, they're like, they, they just don't give me um, a break. Like, the what comes from in a nanosecond of it seems like it wasn't it hasn't been four goals it seems like it had been 1000 million goals mm. Mm. so it's it's like the why is he calling again no like what like this just leave me alone And also like the future, it comes also the future because sometimes I see the screen and I cannot answer and I don't answer. But then it's like they call again, so I'm like, what? No, because if I see already five minutes later, the other call. So I see that it, it's like I, I, I deal with it now and I cut it off because if not, it's never going to stop. It's like a sense of like, <sighs> 
that's my sense like completely mm. just like fed up and how does that feel in your body and that sensation no it goes to my stomach Yeah, this sense of like, you know, separation. I get tense. I feel my, like my facial expressions like become very It feels heavy. And I can really feel this like this really like separation of oh I I don't want to see this. I can see it's really like a big mirror in my face and it's like the resistance to push that away. Don't even get close to me because that, that's too much. And what is it that is mirroring? Yeah, my own intensity, my own intensity, my own looking for validation. I see myself like images come of me doing that with my nail a lot, and I hate that. Mm -hmm. No, I hate me having been that feel. So I still have a lot of shame and guilt around that. So it's like this, like, seeing it right there and, and it's like, of course, I was like that because of this and I didn't know, but because of your fault, you know? So it's then, oh, <laughs> it's just like, leave me alone. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's that big mirror. Yeah, it mirrors that. I see, I see me doing the same things and I don't like it. So take a look at that version of you doing that whole validation thing. What are your judgments on her? Insecure. 
needy. Intense. Dependent. Weak. Yeah, like clingy. Same judgments. Not the same. And when you look at her, what is wrong with being that? The first thing that came to my mind was everything. Mm -hmm. I have no power. Like, I feel like I'm completely, I'm hanging, no, I'm hanging from that. Yeah, I feel like it's really, it's really wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to take a, I am noticing, like, I don't even want to take a close look at it. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, it's like... I see like desperation, like the feeling is of complete disconnection, looking, looking in the outside. But it's very, very foggy, yeah? I feel like the same resistance of like, like with my parents, you know, mm. like I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to see it.
And if you continue to look at her, desperate, clingy, needy, weak, what is it she's trying to achieve through those actions? Not friendship. Rec validation. Recognition. Because what would that give to get validation, attention, recognition? Like value, meaning. A place. And what would that give? Getting value and meaning and a place. Like importance, mm -hmm. like feeling important. And what would that give? What's behind that? Well, it comes like a purpose, no? Like a like a reason to a reason to live. Mm -hmm. Like importance, like existence. Yeah. 
And if that was present, a reason to live, existence, importance, then what? What would that give? The idea of, of, of what I can see my mind is saying, like, that's not true, but it will give happiness. Mm -hmm. no, the idea was to, to have happiness. Yeah, yeah, and we are definitely looking at it from the point of view of that strategy. Yes, okay. So, looking for happiness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if there was happiness... Then what? What's the benefit of that? Being happy, then what? What would be achieved? Like completion. Mm-hmm. The goal, no? Yeah, yeah. And my mind is th thinking, shit, it's been a long way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Sure. <laughs> and, and it's not giving it anyways. No, no, so we can judge it. Mm -hmm. We can say it's stupid and it's a bad strategy. And... That's what you're trying to achieve with this, being clingy and being needy mm -hmm. in those situations where you call or stalk others and you're intense. So it may be a misunderstanding, but it is an attempt to achieve something for you that is very, very positive. Yeah, to show that I care, to show that I'm there. Yeah, to feel completion, mm. happiness. So if you look at her again, that clingy version of you, with this knowledge that that's what she's trying to get for you, what do you see? Innocence. Yes. Compassion.
ternura, I don't know, when they're in the world, like, tenderness. Yeah, like confusion. Yeah. Trying, trying her best. Can you find compassion in yourself for that? For her? I'm hearing you should have known better. You are not a little kid anymore. Mm -hmm. So, so you should have known that this is a bad strategy. You should have known better. Is that true? If you look at her being clingy, calling Manet. Wanting happiness and completion. Yes. When you do that, you should know better. Can you absolutely know that it's true?
And how do you react? What happens when you look at this behavior in yourself and you believe the thought, I should know better? I feel like a fraud. I'm ashamed of myself. I feel guilty. I'm very hard on me. It's like it was obvious, no? Like it, it's so obvious that was not the way. So I am like I'm very hard on myself. I don't give myself a break. I am, I'm analyzing it, all of it. I get very detail oriented. I want to find like an explanation. And how do you treat yourself when you believe you should have known better and you observe yourself having this behavior? Yeah, like I'm despiteful. Annoying. I treat myself like I'm like I'm weird or damaged or there's something wrong with me. Clearly this is not normal. What was I thinking?
How do you treat others when they exhibit behavior that you experience as clingy or needy or desperate when you believe these thoughts? Yeah, like it's, it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Mm. I don't respect them. I withdraw. Say that again. I withdraw. Yeah. I I'm I'm judge I'm doing the same judgeful judgments that I'm doing towards myself. Mm. I punish it also. And and judge it. And it's bothered, it's like, it, it gets me angry. It gets like, the, okay. Yes. It's just like, frustration and, and this like, man up, man, like, get your act together. Like, I want to punch myself in the face and say, like, wake up yeah. and do, like, care of yourself. And who would you be with this version of yourself, this clingy, weak, desperate version as you experience it without the thought I should know better It comes like more more empathy mm -hmm. like more more understanding more without the thought 
Yeah, I see the... The innocence. Can you repeat it for me, please? Yes. Who would you be looking at this version of yourself, clingy, desperate, without the thought, I should know better? So the image came like, I will hold it, no, like poor thing, like, What's coming up now is that I was trying to be I was trying to be open mm-hmm. and like I had the trust to call him like I felt confident enough to call him because I wanted to call him and I needed to reach out for him in that moment. Yes. And I was not afraid that, oh, he's going to think that I'm intense, you know, like I could just call him. Yes. And, and that I didn't want to, like where I was coming from, I always thought like, I don't want to manipulate him. I don't want to play games, you know. I just want to to speak my truth and and 
and that's what I want. And in that moment, that's what I thought I wanted, you know, and that's what I need. And I need to talk to you right now, <laughs> you know. Yes. And it was that came very strongly. Like I was, like I, sh I should have, without the thought, I should have known better. I saw myself. really acting from my integrity of that moment. Wanting to be as transparent as possible, even though it looked crazy. Mm -hmm. But that, that's what, that, that was what's going on. Yeah. And so the judgment that there's something wrong with it, that's been added later. When you were in it, you were doing, you were true to what was true for you in that moment. I'm going to our situation now, yeah. So in that moment, where I was clingy, yeah, I thought <laughs> I, I definitely thought it was the best thing to do in that moment. Yes. Like, I'm not going to Mexico for longer because I already leave him enough time. So why am I going to see my friends now when I go so much to Mexico for work? So mm. I was clingy and dependent and because I thought my job was to be there for him. Yeah. So with what you were thinking and believing in that moment, you were being completely consistent. Doing the best you could. Yes. I was doing the best I could for sure. You were sorry? I was doing the best I could. Yeah. For sure. So, I should have known better, turned around. I shouldn't have known better. How is that true in that moment? How is that true about her? That she shouldn't have known better. Well, I, I, it was something completely new for me. I have never lived with anyone. I didn't no. know. I have no idea what like a serious relationship was about and um, living together and, you know. Uh, yeah, it was new uh -huh. for me. I shouldn't know better. I, I I didn't have the best example of what a relationship should look like. In no, my house. no. <laughs> so I I had no, like I had a very 
yeah, I wanted to do everything that I didn't, I, I wanted to have everything that I didn't have in my house, but then I didn't have it, so I didn't know how to. Mm-hmm. So it, I was trying to... Yeah, to try to try to take care of it as much as I could, mm-hmm. and it felt like it was something very good. So I think also what came right now for me is like I wanted it so badly, and I finally have it that I I was clingy and needed of it because I was so afraid of losing it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I just couldn't allow that to happen. Again, it comes to the damage part because it, it, it's like I have done therapy forever. I was supposed to be worked enough in order to be able to have a healthy relationship. And I fucked it up. Yeah. So if I lose that, that means that that I, that I'm fucked up. Yeah. There's, there's no, it's like this thought, like there's no, I can't make it right, you know, there's no way back. Mm-hmm. It's irreversible. So, noticing all of that, is it true that you should have known better than to be clingy? No. No, it was like a lot in the game, apparently. I don't understand that. It was like. Like, I shouldn't have known better. No, because what, like, considering what I was thinking and believing, it was a lot in the game not to be clingy to. Yes. Like, of course, I was going to, believing that, I was going to hold on to it yes of course so shifting back to your father (laughs) you're you're seeing this fourth call from him He's at the bank. You've sent him the Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. 
Who would you be as you receive that call without the thought he's too intense? He's looking for validation. Mm -hmm. He wants to make it right. He doesn't want to have any mistakes. No. Because he knows how I get when he doesn't do it right. <laughs> you get very intense. I get very So who would you be picking up that call from him? What would your tone be like? What would your approach be like without the thought? He's too intense. He's too insecure. Yeah, like more accepting, more like, what do you need? You know, like, what can I do for you? Like, if he's willing to make it so good for me and, and he wants to make it, not make a mistake, like, it seems like much more welcoming, mm -hmm. much more... Yeah, what do you need? More, more available. Mm -hmm. More wel more welcoming. And open. It has, it, the thought is coming, sometimes I think he's going to ask me about the same thing and he's calling me for another thing. Mm hmm but I already thought, oh, there he comes again, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I was like, oh, no, he had a reason to call me. Right. No. So, yeah, more open to see what the call going to be about. Mm. More curious. More welcoming in general. See? To repeat, to explain, or to listen something new. Who knows? I don't know what he going. He has to say. Mm -hmm. And how would that feel? Oh, it feels already like much lighter, more. The image came to my mind of he calling me once. We have this thing since I was very young that we stopped doing and we're retaking it. 
uh, when when he when he hangs up or when before hanging up, we see who wins to say one kiss more than you, mm. you know. And you win if you say it. And the other day, he like we hung up, and then he called me again. And I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, one kiss more than you. I forgot to say, and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> because I was feeling so guilty. Uh, <laughs> so yeah I I would be more more receptive it seems mm-hmm. more it feels like So much freedom. The image is also coming. I used to be super annoyed by Mané's mom calling him like millions of times and at all hours. And it was it was my same story. It was clearly my projection. Now I'm looking. <laughs> she was just as intense as I was. And and you know what is wrong with that like just call them as many times as you need to go you know like it it really doesn't take that much time yeah it's coming now i remember that i used to tell him like freaking write me a freaking message like just be considerate you know if he was late for lunch or whatever that i have Obviously, I had nothing but to be waiting. And yeah, like, I see me having that consideration with my part, the consideration that I want when I am waiting and I don't have a lot of things to do. Like, I would say have the same consideration. More, more compassion. Mm-hmm. Like, I can talk right now. I will get back to you. Sometimes I see myself like I could send them a WhatsApp, like I will get back to you. And I'm like, you wait, you know, yeah. wait until I get back to you. <laughs> so, so, yeah, much more compassionate. Yeah. You need to learn to wait and be patient. Punish. That punishment, man, it's so silly. I don't know why it's... Are you saying you should have known better? <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> but you know me yet. So, your dad is too intense. A turnaround? (laughs) (laughs) I am too intense. Uh, Let's see why. How are you too intense in that moment? He's in the bank. He's calling you fourth time. You see the call on your phone. He's... No, 
I am too intense. Yeah, my reaction is intense. It's overly reacted. It's completely, completely out of dimension to what's really happening. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like the specific examples of that is like, I, I answer badly. Uh, I give him the tone. I'm being too intense with that. I am intense. It's coming like when I need something, I call him 10,000 times. You know, or I, if I don't look for, if I don't find him, he doesn't answer the sample, I'll call the house. If he, I don't call the house, I will call the pharmacist. If I don't call the pharmacist, I will go, like, if I want something, I will make sure I, I find him. Oh. Yeah, I see myself. When I see myself dialing two times in a row to anyone, I hate it. Hmm. I see it. I see it. I do it with Lily, you know, I see it because I feel like, yes, interesting. It's like this right that probably my father has, like, I call her the, as many times as I want her. It's my father. I'm her father. No. And I, I, I see me calling like Lily. For work like she doesn't answer me and and i call her again you know because it's like she should be answering like mm. it's work mm. and that's why i give her a phone yeah you know i don't care if she's like i don't think she might be in the restroom mm -hmm. that's that's the same thing that bothers me sometimes with my father you know like what if i am I remember one day I was super mad and I told him, what if I'm having sex, dad? I can't I have sex, you know? He was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's so rude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm too intense. I do the same thing. I'm being intense. And then I can see how I'm being intense in many ways. Like I am, I'm intense. I'm, it seems like it's never enough. You know, I see how I insist, you know, I, if I care, like if I care, I'm intense. Yeah. I have a lot of examples for that. I have one on, on how you're too intense in this moment, in, in that moment. You, you said that you were seeing all these, that it was just the fourth phone call in this case, but to your mind it was the thousandth phone okay. call. So you were, you, you were exaggerating, you're way too intense, this, hey, it's not that big a deal, and it's actually new calls, it's new questions. Okay. Some of them, at least, are new questions. But to you, you, you're turning it into a thousand times he calls just to get validated, mm. just to ask stupid things. Mm. That's too intense. Mm. 
exaggerating. Yeah, and, and from what you're saying right now, it's like my thinking about him is too intense. Uh -huh. Exactly. Like all the judgments that I have around him, yeah. it's too intense, you know? Like the he's disrespectful, he's bored, he's self-centered, he's, you know, all the time I'm judging him whenever he does that, and it, that's like too intense. Yes. It could be as simple as picking up the phone and saying, Hello. Everything beyond that is... Too intense. Yeah. Like if he was anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> I don't answer to anyone else like that. No. And my thinking is too intense. Like, I overthink things a lot, you know? It's like about him, about me, about my reaction, about his reaction, or what, about what he should do. Like, it's like this obsession mm. of mm. having to make it right and have it perfect and, oh, I shouldn't react this way and, oh, I'm still reacting this. Oh, my God, you haven't done shit, you know? It's, it's just, like, too intense mm. all the time. It's mm. just, like... A punishing, like a punching back. Mm. Like I still, I'm still super intense with that. Like my thinking is still very in that situation and in everything. I over, I overanalyze things. And he's too intense. I am too intense. I'm too intense with him. My thinking is intense. Do you see more examples? How about he's not too intense? Oh, I thought we haven't. We have done that. No, we haven't done it. No. <laughs> I I have seen examples in my head. Good. Yeah, he's not too intense. He's he's he just doesn't want to to make it wrong. Mm -hmm. He just wants to check to make sure he he he's making it all right. He's not too intense. So take your time. Take your time. Just experience them. He's not too intense in this moment. On the phone, fourth time in the bank, spreadsheet and all. How is it true that he's not too intense? He's just trying to make sure So some of some of them, even though for me it's very clear, but it says cash to the bank account. So it's like different things. Mm -hmm. So he just wants to make sure where the like where do I take the money from for the cash, even though for me it's something logical. Mm -hmm. 
for him apparently it's not that's mm -hmm. why he's asking mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. though my thinking is, is going to he has done it a lot of times he should know now but he sh he does he doesn't no clearly if he's calling me yeah so he's just double checking and he's just trying to make sure he will take the money from the right account he will deposit to them then the other right different account so he's just he's just double checking yeah he's being cautious uh -huh. he's not too intense well it's just a phone call you know it's it's just not like he's just calling me It's just a simple phone call. <laughs> the work of Byron Katie is copyrighted by Byron Katie International. You can read more on www.thework.com. For more podcasts like this one, visit theartofbeinghuman.dk. And feel free to contact me if you have any questions or comments to this podcast. You can find my contact information at theartofbeinghuman.dk or you can simply send an email to ernest at kavm.dk. That is ernest at kiloalphavictormike.dk. Thank you for listening.